Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Ahoy, Quacko Paco! Where last we left off, the gang obtained their very own rental maritime vessel, a moderately sized sailboat ceremoniously named Deez Nuts, painted white with special rapid deploy sails with a slightly fortified hull and a projectile focus at the bow in efforts to travel to Duford Town, an island community deep within the Hoenn Ocean. With Gimli as the trusty rigger, Elodie as the faultless navigator, Cindy as the spontaneous mate, and Schmidt as the responsible captain, there was no world where anything could go wrong during this voyage. That is, until the Sharpedo attack due to an unfortunate navigational error. Now, zooming in a direction that is hopefully southward through Route 105, the Paco are in the midst of combat versus a shiver of Sharpedo. Having successfully eliminated three of the offending shark Pokemon, only four remain. One at stern, two at port, one at starboard, and one uniquely colored one presumed to be the leader at bow. The Sharpedo have gnawed at the hull of the ship, bringing it to under half of its maximum integrity. The Sharpedo at the sides of the ship are badly hurt, the one at stern is untouched, and the leader at bow has taken some damage. The most recent in initiative order was the Sharks. You are welcome to discuss your strategy and your thoughts. Otherwise, it is currently Elodie's turn. So I would like to... uh, So I mimicked Dazzling Gleam on Key Lime. So I now have Dazzling Gleam as a move that Key Lime can use. And I would now like to use it. Okay. Can you do a quick rundown of where the Sharpedos are yeah, positioned again? Yeah, let me... I'll do the classic take a photo of my notes, and uh, Fabulous. that should help. That it might perfect. only complicate things, but it should help. So who's catching the shiny one? I mean, oh. I'm good. I, I have my shiny. The the circles that are not X'd out are the remaining Sharpedos. I have their HPs written somewhere else. I don't want you to know them. I mean, fair. Darn. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And there's like a little notes, like a question mark and a P, and you can just ignore that. That's a, that's fine. I will describe to you this, the ones on the sides have taken a lot of damage. The one on the top took a critical hit, dark pulse, but that's it. And then the one on the bottom took nothing. Cool, 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 cool. Let me look at the range of dazzling gleam. So dazzling gleam is a twenty foot cone. Could I hit both of the ones that are on the left side? <clears throat> uh, yeah. If you back up, if you go to starboard and launch it, it will hit both. I shall do that. We will not worry about friendly fire in this situation because I'm assuming everyone can move about. No one is like injured or anything. So, right. Mm-hmm. You're fine. So, yeah. Um, uh, please attack the two Sharpedo on the port side. Uh, what is the save? Uh, it is 16 for Cabbage. I don't know if that changes for Key Lime. Oh, they're both using it? No, oh, no you I mimicked, I it. mimicked That's it. Right. Yeah. From Cabbage. Correct. Oh, yeah, you need to know. Yes. I'm sorry. I was just, like, waiting for you to math it, and I was like, no, I have that information. Um, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, for for <laughs> Key Lime, it is a DC 14 save, and it deals 2d8 plus 5 damage. 2d8 plus 5, okay. Yeah, so sorry. I will so on my end. No yeah. worries. You didn't remember that over a month? Come on. That's crazy, yeah, actually. Just, <laughs> huge brain. 
So they have to make DC 14 charisma saves. Great. Two lads. Um, top one passes. Bottom one passes. They both got a 16. Still taking Bruh. super effective damage. Of course. So they're just taking normal damage, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, if you want to math it that way, yes. Fabulous. It was a fabulous roll. Yes. By the way. Seven and an eight. So that's... 15? 20? Oh, plus 5, 20. Yeah. Yep. Good freaking roll. Let's um, go! Keylime summons a dazzling gleam from her robotic exterior. Uh, it meets with the eyes of the Sharpedo on the port side and the one on the northern side that seemed confused. Its eyes turns to X's and it flops on its belly and it drifts past the ship because it has been knocked out. Uh, the lower one on the port side hangs in there with a little bit of HP and it's only more enraged at this point. Uh, very good. You have more things you can do with your turn. Fabulous. If I could, I copycat that dazzling gleam with Aubergine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why the I heck not? Would... Why not, man? Just get me to really? make more dazzling gleam formula checks. But <laughs> I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind at all. It's <laughs> not a big deal. All right, I will do that to. Could I conceivably get? You said this. So the lower one on the left side survived. Could I conceivably get the lower one on the left side and the back one? Yeah, if you're just positioning around, I could totally see that happen. Um, just moving. Yeah. No, you have the liberty in this type of combat to be doing that maneuver. That is fine. Fabulous. I shall do that. Okay. Um, rolling their saves. For the port side, a natural two. For the stern, I'm remembering my lingo, a natural one. So they get critically hit. They rolled very poorly. Um, fabulous so maximum damage on the port one and you can get your crit damage on the stern one so 14 plus 24 is 38 and then plus the bonus which was 3 is 41 one. yeah okay 41 to the one and then plus three, 17 to the one that I did not crit on the port side perfect Elodie opens up this part of the combat with kind of like a, a dance routine almost uh, Keelam goes in, shines some lights into the sharks. They get all confuzzled. Steps back, reorients her position. Aubergine does a sick backflip, shoots off some lights, uh, and as such, deals immense damage to two of the remaining sharks. The one on the port side, knocked out, joins its brethren floating in the flotsam. And the one at stern side, for the first time taking damage, being a critical hit, taking incredible damage, not being knocked out. But it is grumpy. There are three sharks remaining, and unless Elodie has bonus actions, this is the end of her turn. Um, yes. Uh, the one that is not knocked out, uh, it failed by five or more, I believe. So it is blinded for that, a round. That is correct. Blind shark, not great. Blinded. Um, and as for me, I'm having a good time. Let's spend another uh Elodie's party time as a bonus action. And we'll give that, I believe I gave one to Schmidt last time. I don't remember whether or not you used it, but I will give it to Cindy this time. Hell yeah. Perfect. That's the, you up the dice. Uh, yeah, so that is a 1d8 that you can use as you please. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not decorate. Got it, got it, got it. No, yeah. There you go. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Elodie. Uh, we are now on Gimli. Okay. Me assess. The leader's kind of far out, right? Uh, 15 feet. 
15 feet. Okay, not that far out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you use Earthquake in the ocean? Yeah, if only you could reach that far. No, Trevor, go in the ocean. <laughs> it's like the torpedo like jumping off the boat. <laughs> you know, Wouldn't yeah. that cause like a like a tidal wave on like a shore? It, yeah, that's, yeah, that's generally how that happens. Yeah. 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 Sounds like not our problem. <laughs> God damn. The Quacko Paco are at it again. Oh, Natural disasters. Times. That's real fucked up. <laughs> Truly, actually fucked up. Um, so I guess I'll go for probably a rock slide onto the leader. With Trevor, so that would be a DC 18 strength save. All right. And this is Trevor, correct? This is Trevor. They roll a natural four. They will not be pace, uh, passing that save. Okay. So how would this work in the ocean? They're, fall, they're felt like they're prone, but they're sharks in the water. Hmm. I, it's harder <laughs> to be knocked prone in the water, but right. I think... You yeah, drop we'll, their movement or something. Yeah, we will. Um, it makes really no sense to give them a proper prone condition, but we mm-hmm. will just say that they have a uh, roll a d4, a three. We will give them uh, plus four to hit when you attack them or minus four on their saves for this next round. Does that work? Uh, you said plus four to hit, not oh, for like not for them, like when you attack if them, them if you're allies. Yeah, yeah, I'm not giving them I just, I've, my brain farted first. I was like, is that right? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 no, no. yeah, sorry. I, I also could have explained it better. Um, no, so it's not quite an advantage, but it still is like something. We'll say that you bonked their fin or something. Uh, if yeah. that works, uh, yeah, damage is 31. Whoa, nice big hit. Trevor's strong. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Yeah, 2d12 plus 12 is a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. Great hit. Trevor threw some rocks over at the leader Sharpedo and it um it collapses on top of the shark and it dips into the water and comes back up and it seems disoriented. Uh, mm-hmm. great work for Trevor. What else for Gimli? Um uh how close is the the other sharks are like right are they still on the uh like attacking the ship directly? Um there's only 3 left. The one on the starboard side is like right next to the ship. I mean they're not attacking right now but they did just get finished chewing on it. Um, okay. but the bow and stern ones did disengage. They are both 15 feet away where the one on the port side, starboard side, uh, is probably like five feet from the ship. You could smack it if you wanted. Oh, cause I wanted to shovel bonk it. Oh yeah. You can do that. All right. So improvised attack from Gimli. Yeah. Bonking the dude. Uh, 17. 17 does break their armor class. Please roll me, uh, a shovel attack. Uh, 21. Yeah, hell yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, I rolled pretty good on that D10. <laughs> um, Gimli bonks a shark over the head with a shovel. Uh, it kind of chips into its fin in a nasty way, and it seems like that this particular Sharpedo does not have much energy left. Um, it is not doing very well. These sharks are looking pretty beat up, uh, but so is the ship, so it's only a matter of time. Any bonus actions for Gimli? Um, I'll let Trevor Mountain's call. Oh, okay. Um, so again, as a free action, uh, Trevor roars, compels all hostile units within 60 feet, which would be pretty much all the sharks, uh, to make strength 18 save. Uh, if, uh, on failure, their next turn of initiative, they can take no action that isn't moving towards Trevor and attacking Trevor. Um, but Trevor's on the ship, so they have to jump out of the water to attack Trevor, which is probably means that they have to roll like some kind of weird acrobatics dex thing to actually hit trevor because they can't actually bite trevor and they won't bite the ship correct they have demonstrated their ability to leap out when they attacked cabbage however um 
yes, this is uh, going to be bad for them. DC 18 strength checks coming through for the three remaining sharks. At yeah. the bow, they get a dirty 20. Mm-hmm. At port, they get a dirty 13. At stern, they get a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe only the port shark has been influenced. They are strong little sharks. Um uh, that, that's it's 60 feet so that should include the other sharks that have retreated 15 feet away yeah i listed three there's three sharks oh there's only three sharks left okay. yeah yeah, yeah. you guys have been okay. killing it oh, okay uh, neato yeah uh, i'm gonna harden as well just for posterity sure great uh that brings us to schmidt hey schmidt hey how's it going good uh you're on these nuts you got three sharks in the water what's your plan i hate that i'm on these nuts <laughs> Didn't you name it that? No, I didn't. Uh, that was me. He even went out of the way to say, for the record, this D's nuts joke was not my doing. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Th- thank you for clarifying. Yeah, you, you're taking the blame. <laughs> you know, as you captain, D's nuts joke, you make them all <laughs> right. And as captain, you it could be like within your interest to hold a forum or a council regarding the name of the ship. That's. I don't know if that's the best way to spend your time and initiative, but it is probably something you could do. Actually, yeah, let's do that right now in the middle of the fight. Okay, great. Only the top, middle right, and bottom Sharpedo remain. It was just Jessica and Quacko out, right? To my knowledge, yes. I can attack with both, right? Yep. The one on top, I want to Revelation Dance. Okay. You are welcome to. They're going to be easier to hit thanks to the rock slide that Trevor hit earlier. Um, so you may roll to hit. Uh, dirty 19. That does, in fact, connect. Um, and you are the fighting type dancer now, correct? It is the fighting, yes. All right. Ooh. How do you have any flavor for not only the dance, but like for the attack itself? Uh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think historically we had it be like Mitch Ample from Unite. Yeah. Or just ran up and just kind of like punched and kicks a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah how do we do that on the water the fist just manifests dude oh okay no 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 no. it like flies over the shark pedo Uh and then jumps on top of it and then is doing the punching and kicking and stuff while it's like dragging it underwater holy shit that's badass (laughs) roll your damage super effective that is 50 points even of fighting type damage impressive very very good yeah, Jessica does exactly as you described, jumps into the water and aura auras into the leader Sharpedo, dragging it under the water. And as Jessica leaps out of the sea back onto the ship, uh, the Sharpedo at the front is on its belly and beginning to drift away. Uh, there is another shark still remaining, two of them, actually. Please uh, continue with your turn. You have one more action and bonus actions if you so wish. Yep, I've got a good old leaf blade going into the one behind us. Okay. Uh, coming off of Quacko, correct? Yes. Please roll to hit. Oh, wait, that's a natural 19, so that's a crit. That sure is. We'd love to see it from Quacko. <laughs> uh, what, what is that base crit damage? I'm wondering. It's super effective, so... Uh, 3d8 plus 4 is the formula. Okay, so... Uh, it's 68 by default for crit damage. This thing's knocked out. You don't have to, you don't have to calc math. That's, okay. that's a fuck ton of damage. Yeah. 
um quacko also leaping off the opposite end of the shift or of the ship i like to imagine that quacko gives this command and or quacko that schmidt gives this command and schmidt is a high enough level trainer he's what level 10 you know he's been around the block he's got some badges i like to picture in my head that both these birds accomplish these feats at the same time like one goes yeah. bow and one goes stern and they jump off the ship and a bunch of combat and then boom two sharks just like that defeated who would have thought only one remains um you have bonus actions. Is there anything else you want to do? I don't really have bonus moves. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah. At least it's nobody it. that's out. Yeah. I have been watching Dimension 20 for the first time. This is not a super unrelated tangent. Uh, a Brennan Lee Mulligan thing for bonus actions uh, is that he permits skill checks of like of uh, mental stats as bonus actions and i'd like to propose that i want to test that out because i think that's a good bonus action if you so wish you can also just decline but i want to say that anything that uses wisdom charisma or intelligence during a turn of initiative um if you have concentration you should you can try bonus action if you want just want to throw that out there okay you don't have to I'm not really a one of those kind of guys you know that's totally fine just throwing that out there um if that is the case we will move on um Cindy, it is your turn in initiative. There's one uh, conscious shark remaining. It's not the leader shark. The leader shark is gone. The leader shark is on its belly and it is beginning to drift away. And you can't catch it when it's knocked out. Or not on its belly. It's belly up. Um, that is correct that you cannot use a pokeball when it is knocked out. Um, and the, How many sharks are left? One. And it is very weakened and it is destined to attack Trevor on its next turn. Neat. I'm going to have uh, Izzy use Dragon Rage on the last shark. Okay. So Dragon Rage is a 100-foot line that yeah. is five feet wide. Yeah, it is quite the the technique. Um, is it... Uh, we need well, a, a DC 11 dex check. Ah, I was like, there's the penalty. I was like, this is coming from a Salandit. How is that not powerful? It's because it's DC 11. Um, let's see it. They get a natural four. This will, in fact, connect. Please roll your damage. Well, it connected. It would connect either way. It would just oh, take half as true. Damage. Correct. 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 Seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen mm-hmm. is exactly the amount of remaining hit points on this uh, torpedo. <laughs> what? Um, Izzy unleashes a powerful beam of draconic energy from its mouth and defeats the last remaining Sharpedo. And as such, as an underleveled Pokemon within the Quacko Paco, it experiences an evolution to conclude this combat. Um, it glows a brilliant white light and it stands on two legs and she uh, comes out the other side looking sassy and ferocious as a Salazzle. Congratulations to Cindy. Yay! Overdue. What, the second Pokemon caught or something? Uh, yeah uh cookie was was first i guess first caught and then izzy yeah yeah so welcome to the party izzy the salazzle very very cool um and with that combat is over the the sharks are drifting away into the sea um the combat felt like hours but in reality it was a a matter of minutes not a few but you know a, a several several minutes and uh the ship if you peer over the side, it's got it's got some shark tooth marks. It's still going. It's still schmoving. Uh, but you are largely disoriented. There is not any substantial land in sight. And you are at sea. Quacko Paco. 
What's up? How are you doing? What are you doing? Navigator, how close are we to Deford? Yes, a skilled navigator. That's actually a really good question, and thank you for as- asking that one. Um, can I check if I <laughs> yeah. can figure that information out? <laughs> yeah, your, your previous question. navigation role was in that one. So uh, if you're just looking at the map and trying to suss it out, you will need to get lucky. This is a hard DC. I'm going to try. Okay. Oh, there we go. Um, what is what is this role? What am I uh, wisdom. modifying? With? Wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen is exactly the DC that I was looking for to get any sort of idea of where you are. So luckily, you have a basic idea. According to LD's map, and her oh so skillful usage of maps and her interpretations of them, uh, the Quacko Paco is somewhere. Along Route 105, they did initially start heading the correct direction, but where they are currently, there are not any particularly uh, helpful landmarks besides just uh, rocky cliff faces just kind of jutting out of the water and stones that are about and small little sandy islands that are scattered across the ocean. The topography here is very interesting. It is uh, suggestive of perhaps the Hoenn is a volcanic region because there's deep, vast ocean with just spontaneous little islands coming out it's almost like uh there might be some sort of tectonic or geothermal activity under the surface i don't think ld determined that i think that was just me kind of rambling on, on Owen. <laughs> that's no that's what she realizes <laughs> yeah. she's like yeah there's volcanic activity around here for sure don't know what that means for our location <laughs> i was just kind of going at it i apologize so you're telling me another volcano spots go off maybe oh, no <gasps> who knows um so tldr or tl dl uh roughly in the right direction all right i will tell my comrades that i believe that we are roughly headed in the right direction roughly we may have gotten slightly disoriented because of the sharpedo attack and it's definitely not my fault (laughs) (laughs) schmidt is like hard side-eyeing elodie All right, so we just keep going in the direction we're going? Yeah, seems that way. Okay. I would All like right. to hurricane boost ourselves. Yeah, please please roll uh, some sort of check for Jessica to perform that. Uh, whatever whatever hurricane is based on, I think it's Dex, right? It's the DC. Uh, just roll a, roll a d20 and add your Dex mod. What is the DC of nature? Hmm. <laughs> wild great question uh, that was a natural 20 oh natural 20 uh yeah. that's that's pretty dang good jessica flaps her wings in such a way that creates a wind funnel that um heads well just for clarity what what direction are you trying to push the ship which cardinal direction if you had to pick uh the navigator which cardinal direction are we pushing the ship i believe we're trying to go south you gonna lo- south it is locking that in Yep, I have full faith in our navigator. As you should. Uh, The the wind funnel erupts, and uh, only in a situation of a critical success such as this would you be granted uh, triple movement speed. You are going very fast. Yeah, you are uh, absolutely zooming. It is actually uncomfortable, and it kind of feels like the ship shouldn't be able to handle it, but it does. So uh, you are going very incredibly fast to the south. Uh, It is... In the afternoon, we're going to say roughly 3 p.m.-ish, and uh, does anyone else have any flavor they'd want to do before I make you roll some things? Nope. I don't think so. Okay. No, we're good. 
as you were on the ship, each of you have a duty, and you must perform it. Um, I need a charismatic captain duty from Schmidt. I need a strength sailing duty from Gimli. I need a wisdom navigation duty from Elodie and a roll of the mate's choice to keep morale high. 24 for strength. Nice. Is that me? Am I rolling? You are the mate. That is you. Correct. You can do whatever you want. But you have to do something. on that charisma. Nice. That's passing. That's good. It was a 17, but my charisma is minus one. (laughs) Yeah. Fellas, I rolled a six. Okay. Love it. Let's go. Very good. More than one. Let's go. So I rolled a 17 on the dice. Yeah. Um, do you know I have not you're... decided what I want to do with that yet. Maybe okay. I do a little dance, like sing sing a ship song and dance. Yes. Love it. But because Cindy is not very ship savvy, it's a terrible ship song, but she's doing her best. Well, roll your performance and see how bad it is. I know is you just a, made a roll, a, but... Is it a... Is it a... Uh, that's a two. Sea shanty. Yeah. Sea shanty. Great. So because because you're let's go four total. So because your actual like doing the task was a good roll, and then your performance was bad, um, this does help keep the crew's spirits high because of how bad you are at this. Um, <laughs> everyone enjoys it because they're like, "Haha, Cindy, stupid kid," kind of thing. True. Um, so which which sea shanty are you singing? I don't know. Come on, improv guys. If you say Wellerman, yeah. I'm throwing yeah, you off the ship. Gotta do Wellerman, man. It's the classic. <laughs> no, I'm throwing you off you the ship if you do drunken, Wellerman. Drunken Sailor, because that'd be so funny. Drunken Sailor's really good. Okay, sure. Sure, that's what Cindy sings, and she sings it poorly, but the crew is pleased. They do like it. Somebody write a Pokemon spoof of that, please. Thanks. To be performed by Aerodactyl Smith. So true. Very good. If somebody can write the lyrics, I'll I'll sing it. Um, based on this, give me one more one more D twenty from Cindy, just a straight D twenty. A nat one. A nat You're one. Welcome. Very cool. Oh. So okay, uh, this uh, fun performance that captures everyone's attention in combination with the. Very high speeds that the ship is traveling in combination with Elodie's subpar um, navigation attempts. Uh, there's a crash. Boom. The ship collides into what seems to be a shore, but it is not visible. There's not a nearby island. Um, there's some scraping against the bottom of the hole, and the ship takes 15 points of damage. Now at 50 HP. As it gradually collides to a stop, and there are sounds under the ship, like as if someone was breaking a lot of sticks, like, like kind of just all over. Um, and uh, gradually, the ship grinds to a halt, and the ship is now more or less placed on top of something that is in the sea that seems to be ashore, but there is no land in sight. Mm. <laughs> Can I investigate what this is? You absolutely may. What is your method? What are you trying to do? Uh, I'm gonna look over the ship, like over the side of it. Yeah, roll me intelligence. Sixteen. Sixteen is pretty good. Yeah. Um, to what you see, it looks like the ship has found itself nestled 
on a large array of shapes that seem to be natural uh, of some sort. They're just rockety, kind of jaggedy shapes that are in the water that stretch as far as your vision will allow you with the sunlight filtering in. Um, they are all very branchy. They're all very pink. Uh, you've collided with something wide and branchy and pink. Wide and branchy and pink. Okay. Can I jump into the water? Yes. And um, use my oh. survival oh. skills no. to uh, unstick us <laughs> yes. from the situation. You can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you get a bench of boat? Is that what's, what? <laughs> Um, it's I'm in not the water. Sure. It's not Are as you... heavy as it normally is. <laughs> You're a child, <laughs> and I have advantage for survival checks. I, yeah. I I gotta be honest. I'm not sure that pushing the boat <laughs> can be survival. The what boat you is can, not survival, you dingus. You can jump in the Surviving water. Surviving the jumping into the water. Is. Yes. So yeah. So <laughs> like you can make that roll for like your ability to swim. Absolutely. But to, have to do anything in the water is going to require a different check. It's well, called strength well, we'll athletics. Yeah, probably strength oh. athletics. Unless you had a different method uh, for Athletics, doing. I have plus three, so... Yeah. You That's have expertise good. with survival. If you want to go for a swim, you are going to very likely handle these ocean currents. So am I rolling to swim, or am yeah, I rolling Yeah, if you're to, jumping in the strength. water, you're rolling survival. You're swimming. Okay. So for my my swim, uh, what's sixteen plus nine? Uh, it's high enough. <laughs> that, that's um, my swim. Cindy is an adept do we, swimmer. Do we do we do we have rope? I have rope. Okay. <laughs> All right, my strength we, check. Uh huh. Do do we need to enter initiative <laughs> for this guy? Check is a dirty twenty. <laughs> you're you're trying to push the ship. Or so, just unstick it in some capacity. Okay, what like how are you doing? So I need I need a little more context here. So it's it's a pink pink branchy guy. Um, with you oh, swimming, several. give me. Sorry, what was that, Schmidt? I said it's several, right? Yeah. Um, I will. Yeah. Uh, Schmidt's roll was high enough. Cats out of the bag. Without too many specifics, it seems that you are in a forest of coral. That seems to be the. The uh the situation that is happening. Um, if some of the coral is alive, maybe I move move them out of the way. Okay. Uh, move them so they're not like stacked on top of wherever they are. Are so you I, using I athletics for that? Yes. Okay. Um, and Which what is was what gave me a dirty twenty? Okay, roll roll some damage. Roll a d six plus your strength. For me to take damage. Well, first, actually, sorry. Roll to hit, actually. Just kidding. Oh, anyway, we can hit. heal the boat. That, I have my line, but it might do damage to the boat. Uh, 19 on the dice. Okay, yeah, and then roll your damage. Um, to answer Schmidt's question, perhaps... Elodie, can you give some of your life force to heal the boat? I I feel like that's called repairing the boat. Yeah, you could just. And I feel long. like I can't use my life force for Because that. my strength is minus one. Mm-hmm. Um... I rolled a two on the d6. So that's one. Okay. Cindy, <laughs> in this situation, you definitely wanted to roll low. So this is okay. good. This is a good thing for you. Um, you did break the armor class of the coral, but you more or less just kind of nudge the closest one to your feet. Um, as you have done so, you notice a, a chunk of coral kind of come loose and it floats up 
to meet you. It's there's a there's a it's a delightful little pink creature with a very cute little smile. Has a white underbelly and it looks like its limbs are like li- are branches of coral. And uh, it floats up to look at you in the face and it goes, Gah! and it is just a happy little guy, just looking at you. Mm-hmm. Ah yes, can I request the coral friend and its its friends to like unstick our ship? Sure. How, what is your method of doing so? Can I can I pet it without hurting it? Like, hello, friend. I think the real question is, can you pet it without hurting yourself? Fair. Uh, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Sure. Yeah. I'm already in the water. <laughs> um, roll. I, I'm really sorry. I need two separate rolls for this. I need a Pokemon yeah. handling for your ability to mm-hmm. pet it, and I need a persuasion for your ability to speak to it to do a thing. Okay. My Pokemon handling is a 15 okay and then is it just charisma oh shit that's in that one okay great never never mind i pet it but yeah. it gets <laughs> yeah, yeah. nothing um you pet it and you can you manage to only take one point of damage which is very nice um as cindy uh strokes the corsola uh its branches and limbs are incredibly jagged and sharp and rocky and uh, it does not feel good. And the, uh, Cindy's flesh cuts very easily, but does not deal too much damage. Thankfully, it was not a very tenuous grip. Um, Cindy speaks to the happy little guy. And the happy little guy just looks at her, just smiling, just uh, unbothered, happy, moisturized in their lane. Excellent. Um, Cindy's okay. been having a lot of rolls. I need one more roll from Cindy. I'm so sorry. Just, just a yeah. wisdom perception. 16 16 that's the same as schmidt as before but you are in the water you can see that uh where you are swimming beneath your body and stretching out very very far uh is pink it is all pink you are in a land of pink mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um let's get some other rules from other gamers how far is the pink as far down as the ie can see <laughs> as far as depth yes as far as width it seems like you skid you skid approximately 40 feet into this coral uh, area, and it stretches out at least that direction, or at least that amount in every direction from where you are centered, if not more. But if you went out the way you came in, uh, it would be 40 feet of travel. To They're friendly. <laughs> to your personal approximate forward, it goes on past like the horizon. But uh, to the other directions, it may be a little bit more, a little bit less. I got a couple plans. Okay. One, I'm still trying to figure out the logistics of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find some way to make the ship fly. So some combination of launching the ship and then hurricane to make it fly over the thing. Or I can bring out Walter. I can have him hyper drill on the front of the boat and then we can just kind of drill through it. The, the coral are nice. Maybe if someone was more friendly... Than me, we we could. Yes, if there was somebody with absurdly high charisma and is right. very friendly, <laughs> yeah, it's um, possible. I will I will address the Corsola. All of them. Um. Yes. The field of Corsola. <laughs> Hear me. <laughs> check check. Oh, hello. <laughs> I am your king now. Friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> by all means do um, i just i need some context some flavor right 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 right. cindy's also vibing in the water <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right 
Got to be careful of that. So, I mean, like, which direction are we trying to go? Are we trying to get out of here? Or are we trying to get through the... We're trying to keep going, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, okay, okay. Um. I mean, yeah, that's the right direction, right? Based on our navigation. Right. Mm. Right, 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 right. Definitely. Totally. <clears throat> um, that, like, sweet scent to sweet scent them elsewhere. I would do that if I had a good smelling Pokemon that was not fainted. I... Do you probably, have a revive? I have a revive. I probably do. I definitely do. I do. I do. I have two, but I'm in the water, so I don't know how how well it help. Well, whose fault? I is guess. It? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe so, there's a chance I left my backpack on the ship, and you can take one of my revives. I I do I do have a revive. Uh, the problem is just getting, I guess, cabbage in a direction that is away. But like, if I could borrow a, a flying Pokemon to like carry her away or carry the scent away doesn't the scent like that's what i mean well yeah i guess the scent is the important part but like i guess yeah i guess we could just rely on the wind to do that i don't know or an a a flying type to blow the scent in the Mm -hmm. direction we want where will we get a flying type i have no (laughs) idea so true (laughs) never seen a flying type in my life Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to I'm... lend Patricia. Okay. Cool. Epic gaming moments. Okay. Friendship. Oh, Patricia. Can I? Can Patricia's I? Here. Can I actually? Can I transfer like my? Can I use my my healing touch to transfer HP to Cabbage? And would that revive her if I did that? Mm, this is our first time encountering this, isn't it? It is. Um. I I don't know. What do you think? How does that work in like regular D anD D? Like when you heal somebody and they're well, usually you have to make like death saves, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but HP falls to zero. Yeah, but because we're not in a combat situation, she's safe in her ball. It's fine. I'm going to say that he- using healing touch to restore a Pokemon or a person that's at zero HP requires a medicine check with a DC of sixteen. That is my decision. Okay. I'll try it just okay. to see. I do, and I conceptualize this technique as like um, a gift that is consciously received, kind of, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, I believe that I have failed. Let me okay. check that. Yeah, I failed. Okay. Revive still works. That's work. fine. I. Yeah, I'll just, I'll use the revive. Do I have to roll something to see how much HP she gets back? You do. Or... And I think I wrote this down for once. Please tell me I did. Hooray. Uh, I feel like you did. You revive. wrote down the potion. Yes, I, I have the formula. Um, cool. You can either do half or do cabbages level D12 plus 10. That's a lot to roll. I'm just going to do half. Okay, got it. <laughs> do the math. Is that rounded down? Uh, yeah, we round down most things. Got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cabbage is back up. Hi, Cabbage. Chill. What do you what do coral eat? Hmm. Fish food? <laughs> Lactose-free fish food. <laughs> Lactose-free fish food that I'm eating right now? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, um, What does coral eat? Plankton. Is that, like, tr- what, did can- what did plankton smell like? Like... The ocean. Ocean water. Ocean water. Well, they... Aren't they, like... 
Don't they like light up? I feel like that's like the whole like thing. With Depends plankton. on the type of plankton. There are species of plankton that light up. Because I'm thinking, right? Like, I feel like it's actually kind of hard to smell things, like when you're in the ocean. So maybe we try like, to make when it you look. Breathe in the ocean; it doesn't go very. Well. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is hard to smell things. Typically, yeah. But like Not sharks can successful. smell. Sharks can smell like blood in the water a great distance. It's true. That's true. So they can smell it because they can breathe water. We cannot smell it because we cannot breathe water. Science. So we sweet scent the scent of blood. <laughs> to have more shark pedo come and eat the corsola. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, Cindy's Shit, hand dog. is already bleeding in the water. <laughs> yeah, natural that is a possibility. Control. Like, that's already that's a, a terrible possibility. possibility. That's how we ruin the rest of the ship. Because they eat the <laughs> ship. They're like, what are we going to eat? The people or these rock things? This is weird. It's hard to trade off. I don't know. So we've got two options or some combination. Either cabbage does the whole fish ocean smell, or <laughs> I could like use dazzling gleam to like portray lights that could imitate plankton that they might try to eat. What do we think? That second one seems really creative and kind of cool. So why not both? Well, because we don't want to attract Sharpedo. Didn't I just go through this? Well, that no. That's if we put blood scent in the water. Not fish. I don't intend to put blood scent in the water. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I thought the direction let's, we were going. Let's start with the dazzling gleam trying to imitate plankton. She'll like. They just go blind. <laughs> they just go blind. Well, yeah. like trying to do it like underwater in a direction that is away from the ship. Okay. I like to imagine right now that Richie's just like the Corsola, just sitting there blinking, staring at us while we're trying to figure the shit out. Yes, that's me. <laughs> That's so true. And Sydney's just treading water. Yeah. Um, please describe to me like how you get cabbage physically in this position to dazzle and gleam underwater. That's a really great question. Well, it would be helpful, Schmidt volunteered Patricia, if Schmidt could ha- like have Patricia hold cabbage and then like fly her kind of way so that it's easier to get like close enough to the water to be able to put it in the water I thought you were going to say have Patricia hold cabbage underwater stay above water I think um, but close enough to be able to put the lights underwater okay pushing it a little bit put the light underwater but be above water I'm not well, saying you can't do it radius. but like, you know what else is light that has a 20-foot radius? The sun. You are welcome to do it, please. And it could totally work. I don't want to discourage mm-hmm. you too much, but I'm just saying. Okay. If, if you want a proper gleam through a thick, viscous media, that's not the right word for it. Medium. Yeah. Consider. The DC will change, I will say that. The DC will change okay. based on if you're above right. water or in the water. I if still she can... think we can make the boat fly. Well, let's just try this first because I feel like this is a simpler plan. And also less damage long run for the boat. Because okay. um, boats are not designed to fly or land <laughs> after flying. Or la- yeah, landing after flying, I feel like is going to be an issue. But we can try it if that do- this doesn't work. But I am willing if Patricia can dip cabbage under the water while she does this. We can do that. Okay. Is this the plan? 
This is the plan. Okay. Patricia is consenting to this? Yes. Okay, how far away from the ship is this occurring? Well, we'll start. What are we, I'm assuming their like, attention is kind of on us. Yeah, kind of. So if it can start, I guess, close to the ship so that the attention is on it and then move far away from the ship. Okay. Give me a, a distance. How how vast does the distance of Coral seem like from like left to right? Uh, as far as you can see through the water. Goddamn. Hmm. I guess just give Cabinet Patricia instruction to, to go as far as they can to get the Corsola away. I don't know. So I like, give like an exact distance. Okay. So as far as they can may not be determinable. Uh, at least not at your That's current true. distance. Um, you are welcome to say it, but I just want to confirm with you that that is, it might be a voyage. A specific distance, I just, I didn't, I need relationship to the boat is what I'm looking for. If it's just oh. a really big distance, that's fine. But if it's like, probably this amount of feet, that, I, that is what I'm looking for. Patricia's fly feet is 30 feet per turn, if that gives you a number to work with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do we think, gang? 100 feet? I still think we can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how, how much 100 feet gets us. Okay. Uh, Patricia will carry cabbage. Patricia doesn't need uh, any checks for this IMO unless you want them for some reason. Uh, to carry cabbage, 100 feet. I'm going to say uh, bow side, just so like forward. Is that correct? Or are you going to the side? I was thinking the side. Port or starboard? Let's go port. Um, to our player's perspective to the left of the ship um, Patricia carries cabbage out and if you are going to commence with this plan please roll me a charisma check for cabbage cool 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 would you say this is a performance sure I like it it's a dazzling lights kind of thing because you're not using it as an attack so I'll buy it so that's a 28 28 is a very high roll and again, this is 100 feet port, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Patricia dips cabbage underwater, and cabbage kind of lets off some fairy lights underwater. Um, from this distance, it was such a successful performance that uh, everyone on the ship can see it. Um, after a moment, there is a deep rumbling within the water. And then uh, from all sorts of directions, you notice the pink is all moving and gathering. And you notice that the ship is beginning to move. And uh, all of the coral is moving to the central location where these lights were shown off. Uh, the boat itself, these nuts, is being dragged al- along the coral uh, at at the surface at, of the water. Uh, being pushed directly towards Patricia and Cabbage, who are just staying put. And eventually a small mound of course will begin emerging from the water to get as close to Cabbage as possible. Um... After all of this occurs, the ship has been moved about 60 feet uh, to the port. Uh, We're going to say relationally that's west, but we don't really know if it's west. Um, And you are much, much closer to where Patricia and Cabbage started. And uh, many of the coral are beginning to emerge out of the water. Uh, You are almost in like a land of coral at this point. Hmm. I see. That Uh, sounds like 
excellent point to launch yourself off so you can fly. Should I <laughs> get back in the boat? Um, new point of order. Actually, you are no longer swimming. You are standing on coral. Uh, you Great. do not. Uh, actually, you know what? True. Roll a dexterity check. Five. Five. Nice. Now nah, you actually fell over. Uh, and you got carried by the coral, and they poked you and stabbed you, and whew, you took six points of damage. Actually, uh, very unfortunate. Cindy's back and butt and bottom of her legs are all cut up uh, by being dragged along the coral. Not great. Uh, we haven't gotten a roll from Gimli in a while. Can you just give me a d twenty? Yep. Uh, eighteen. Um. 18 with an 18 uh Gimli observes that uh there's a distinct like line of corsola that are moving that all have like their heads like the branches on their heads just like chopped off like they're just not there but they don't seem to mind that much they're kind of just chilling um there's no blood or anything because they just seem to be coral rocky masses but there's a significant number of coral that just don't have any branches on their heads huh um, so now the boat plus Cindy is actually no longer in the water. You are on like a island of Corsola out in the sea as they are admiring cabbage um, being held by Patricia in the Hoenn Ocean. So we're on Route 105. Well, we do return to two plans here. One, we just have cabbage and Jessica lead us forward and the Corsola carry us towards our destination. Or we let Schmidt launch the boat. <laughs> one definitely seems more fun but riskier true objectively we're just going to destroy this rental boat because we're flying <laughs> through the air and it's going to crash land because how do we stop it we're thinking about the journey and not the actual landing of the destination i feel like we have to factor in that the ship's going to stop flying and hit something it could be water <laughs> which would be Still might be bad because water has like surface tension. We can, we can put Walter on the front of the boat so we can drill through whatever we're gonna land on. And drill through the surface tension because that's how water works. Actually, it would work that way. Hello. If you, well, if you pierce the surface tension, have. you can actually like stop a lot of the impact from the mm. rest of the boat. So, did somebody pull me back into the boat yet? No, get back I, in the boat. I can. I, I can pull you back in the boat. <laughs> You got right, out on your own. Right, you got on your own. Yeah, yeah. You you jumped out. Like climb back in. <laughs> Can I roll to climb back in? Uh, you should just be able to do it. But if you feel okay. like for your spirit you want to roll, you are more than welcome. I, I to don't learn. want to fail that. Roll. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just falls in back in the water. Like God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and get cut again? No thanks. Corsola cut me up all over my body. <laughs> I was like support. <laughs> and then I fell I down the that. stairs and they bonked me on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for for clarity, all of the Corsola are just vacantly smiling at Cabbage. Uh, all of their attention is turned to Cabbage, except for the one that Cindy pet, and it's still looking at Cindy, just smiling, just just kind of chilling. Uh, there are little murmurs all around you that are very quiet, but in unison they're loud. They're going, and they're just like really uh, just being pleasant little guys. Love those dudes. So cool. They're doing so good. Oh, Corsola's <sighs> really good at translating. Oh, so is Bud. Bud can tell them to. No, 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 no. Go elsewhere. No, 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 no. I don't even have Bud listed in my sheet yet. That's uh -oh. so funny. 
Actually, let me see who's in my party then. I yeah, want to say you sent someone else back, but I forget who. Maybe little not. Maybe bad. Bad. Lasagna. I could do the research and see. Trevor. Cause it's just... I, yeah, I, I have five and it's not bud, so. Okay. Oh, you didn't keep No. Five. You immediately yeeted him into the box. No, no. Hey, bud, be my friend. Yoink. <laughs> yeah, I'll be busting him out pretty smart, soon. Though. Smart, 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 smart. Send smart. No, he's I had to cater to Littlefoot for a little bit, dude. Like, yeah, maybe Littlefoot an inspiration. Do, like, Aurora Borealis situation stuff to also make shiny lights for the coral to follow. Well, are we still having the Can problem of getting drug along by the coral? Like, does that not change the, the situation, like, at all? Oh, we should have the coral take us to Duford. So true. Can I have is... Quacko communicate <laughs> with the coral? Sure. Uh, please give me his method and his words. Um, Quack. Quack. Yes. Quack. Quack. Um, wait, wait, wait. Just be like, hey, what's going on? Are you guys good? Um, is there a possibility you could move out of the way for us? Very funny. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Um, yes, absolutely. Does, does Quacko just kind of... Where does he ask this question? Uh, from the the boat. Just where in the boat? Does it matter? <laughs> just does, off does, the side, yeah. Just off the side, just stands there and and goes for it. Yeah, give Quacks, me, yeah. give me a uh, some sort of diplomatic check from Quacko. Uh, you could flavor it as charisma. I think you have to flavor it as charisma. Actually, it's a charisma check. That was a natural three. Nice. And Quacko has a minus one charisma. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Quacko stands up on the side of the ship and holds out his wings and holds his leak high, and he says, Quack! And it echoes throughout the Coral Island, and they do not care. Okay. Uh, Quacko mm-hmm. turns to Schmidt and says, Quack! Mm-hmm. I feel that too, buddy. Well, I guess this is where we die. <laughs> uh, I think we can we can try this plan of having the, the Coral carriers of just you know would that not do damage to the boat no we're already stuck in it it didn't it didn't yeah we're we're like on top of it now it's so. like crowd surfing yeah okay it only hurts a little we can <laughs> fix it <laughs> i'm on board i want to do this let's I go can fix the boat it's like Ellie, changing Ellie it has water types that could help like herd, herd oh my god are we herding <laughs> Of the Corsola. Why not? It, I'm gonna take out like Grape the Juice Great and Plains and the Cowboys, but we're doing this with Corsola <laughs> and some water Pokemon. I, I'm absolutely going to take out Bubblegum and Grape Juice to help her to the Corsola. <laughs> Great, yeah. Um, Bubblegum, the Brione, and Grape Juice, the shiny Swampert, uh, appear on the scene, and they seem confused, but also pleased to be helping Elodie with something. All right, let's do this. If what? everyone's on board, we can have Patricia and Cabbage move forward. Of course. And what exactly and are these water types doing? They're uh, like they're the rear. <laughs> yeah, they're pulling up the rear. They're like shepherding the Corsola like along to like Wild. push them, you know, encourage them along. Okay. Just another revolution. Yeah, this is uh, definitely a a method. Um, I'm fond of it. Uh, I will need. I guess I need charisma checks from all three of those Pokemon, honestly. Got it. Does any of the other party members like want to assist in any way with their abilities? 
I have no way to contribute to this scenario. Okay. I'm trying to see what I have. Trying to see what I can do here, but I don't think I can. Schmidt uh, lays down on the boat, um, reminiscing about uh, the good life he's had. Yeah, because it's about to end. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, this is how we die on this boat. Um. So for the charisma, cabbage got a ten. Okay. Uh, bubblegum got an eighteen, and grape juice got a nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Cool. Um, that works. And I'm gonna ask Schmidt. Patricia just consents to cabbage directions, correct? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um. Patricia is just as confused on this manner as Schmidt is, I'm sure. Uh, cabbage begins to shine yet again, and it, this garners a reaction from all the courses. They go, oh, and they're all very excited, and they, they move towards the light. Uh, and we have Swampert and Brione in the back who, uh, can you describe, they rolled well. Like, how are they ushering? Are they, like, physically gesturing, or are they communicating, or are they, what are they doing? I feel like it's like... Yeah, they're like it's a, yeah definitely grape juice is surfing because that's her thing now, mm-hmm. um, and she's just she just looks so cool and like <laughs> inspirational and like the course are like just so happy about that situation like they're like oh yeah this Can is I- a cool Pokemon. My mental image is like, have you seen the movie Babe? The pig? I have not. Yes. Yeah. That herd sheep. Yeah. Not. It's it's that but water. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> that's what yes. i was envisioning can, can i get a secret dexterity check for cabbage okay scared fear that's a 10 okay i will not describe anything that happens you missed it i'm sorry no um, so yeah uh cabbage glows lights and the course are excited and uh as according to plan the ship begins to move the energy that brione and swampert are giving with their commands also like you know they're ushering water a little bit to help push things along and as such they are kind of moisturizing the underside of these nuts which helps prevent taking any damage which is very nice you are beginning to move in the direction that you were trying to go it's not quite as fast as you're going before uh but you're being carried along uh, the ship has actually begun to rise kind of significantly you currently find yourself lifted above sea level about 20 feet if you jumped off the boat you would tumble down some corsola and it would hurt a lot and you would land in corsola and it would hurt a lot uh but i will not be jumping off the boat in the immediate future for the time being it seems relatively safe um does the quacko pack sorry same great spot for launching yeah absolutely Anyone have anything that they want to do at this moment, or is it time to me sit, for me to subject you to something new? I mean, I'm fine riding the Corsola into town. Okay, yeah. If this is just the plan, then we can just have this be the plan. What this is something new? Plan. Okay. Um, Schmidt, your life is about to end. Can you roll me a d20? Yeah, I got you. Okay. <laughs> That's a net one. Yeah, Schmidt fucking dies. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. no, he doesn't. He, he does. just suddenly passes away. No, this is not a skill check. It's a table, but uh, okay, oh, that would oof. be funny if he just fucking died. Um, while Schmidt is lying on the deck, uh, nihilistically, nihilistically, is is he? What is his emotion? Is he crying? Is he okay? Uh, just being dramatic, baby. Being dramatic baby, as Schmidt is good at, um, because he is so close to the water, he hears 
he hears in his ears something that does not sound like marching Corsola. It sounds like a voice. It says, hey, help. Hey, I'm, I'm down here. Help. Help me. Does he do anything with this information? I swear to fucking God. <laughs> not is again. Blood? <laughs> it's Bud's cousin. Yeah, I'll, I'll look over the side of the boat and see if I can identify with my eyes what my ears have heard. Sure. Um, because your last roll was a one to make something happen, I do need a proper investigation or perception check. Your choice for this one. Well, it's a two on the die. Okay. Yeah. Rolled a one into a two. That's a, that's how we're doing today. Okay. It's not in that one. Um, as you peer over the ship, uh, there's just a lot of coral, like as far as you can see. Um, but you see like a little blip of like something that is arguably, humanoid probably a person probably uh but they're so far away it's hard to tell and there's like a little blue light emanating from them uh and there's some movement as if trying to gather attention um they're not in the water they're standing on the coral but the coral's moving and uh they are like kind of slippery slidey hello you get a response that says hi hello help i'm 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 stuck i'm gonna fall help okay Can I throw them a rope? Sure. Uh, can I borrow your rope? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, you throw the rope. I'm going to have them make a check. See if they can get it while you're passing by, because you will pass by eventually. Uh, look at that. Dirty 20. Yeah, they grab it. Do you pull them up? Yep. Okay. You do so. The Quacko Paco is greeted by none other but one of their favorite types of people, a child. Uh, not a very young child, but maybe like the kind of age that you would have seen at uh, Roxanne's Academy. Um, you know, probably like preteen to early teen looking. Uh, it's uh, a boy uh, with messy hair, dirty face. Seems like he's been out and about for a while. And he's joined by a peculiar Pokemon that appears to be a candle, but it is, in fact, sentient and moving and is flickering a blue flame. Uh, he pants heavily as he boards the ship, um, and he looks around and he says, Oh, thank you. Thank you all. I was stranded, and all this coral came, and now I'm here. Oh, gosh. And it how, looks like... How did you get out here? <laughs> what? Uh... He says, uh, I, I, I was trying an experiment and it didn't go how I thought it would. And I ended up out in the, in the ocean and then the, all the pink came along and then you, you're all here. Oh, and he, uh, he looks like he's uh, a little injured. He's got some scrapes. He looks dirty. He looks like he's been, been kind of rough. He looks kind of skinny. Like he might've not eaten in a while. He, uh, he says, I'm, I'm Alex and, and this is Litwick and, and, uh, thank you for, for saving me. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how you got all the way out. Yeah. This is definitely something that's happening. He says, well, I, I, I've been trying to be a good student. And so I've been trying to get more familiar with the Pokemon that I like a lot. Like my buddy here, Litwick, and he points to Litwick and Litwick goes, and it seems like a cute, happy little guy. And he says, I was I was trying to I was trying things that I probably shouldn't have and he pulls out like a little a little rock. He pulls out like an amethyst deep purple kind of colored gem and he says, "I I don't know how to put this without sounding crazy, but I was trying to talk to the spirits and then they brought me out here and I just want to go home." 
That's fair. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Where's um, home? Yeah. He says, "Well, I'm not from here. I'm I'm from the Unova region, but I'm staying with my family, and they live in Duford Town. So I'm I'm sure they're worried about me. I think I don't know how long I've been gone, but it's at least a day. So if if you're going there, I'd really appreciate it." Okay. Really? You're in luck. You're going to Duford. Luckily, yeah. Slowly. (laughs) Um, Alex says, oh boy, thank you so much. I just can't wait. I was hoping I'd get back in time for the show. Are you going for the show? There's a show? Uh, Alex says, well, I guess show isn't really correct, but there's this place in Duford. It's called Duford Hall. And uh, they have one of my favorite people people coming to speak there. His name is Tyler. And he always, he's just so smart. He has so many good things to say. And Doofer is really cool because, uh, and he's just kind of rambling a bit. He says, Doofer's kind of separated. You know, it's not near all the other places. And so they like really, they like having people visit. So I feel like if you adventurers go there and, 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 and you go to Duford Hall, uh, it might be really fun. Okay. Oh, we check it out. Okay. We can, we can go there. Yeah. Do we know who Tyler is? History check on Tyler. Sure. 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 Is Tyler. Hell yeah. Uh, I got a 17 on my Tyler roll. 17 is pretty good. I'll give you some info. Yeah, it's a good Tyler roll. Um, When you were in Respiro City and you were bombarded with advertisements, you did in fact see a uh, an advertisement for Tyler Caldwell performing at Duford Hall or performing is incorrect. More like speaking, speaking at Duford Hall and it had a date on it, but you didn't really like care for it. But maybe you'll get there in time to catch it. Who knows? So cool. Isn't it still Cindy's birthday? (laughs) <laughs> Correct. I don't. I think that's tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, isn't it today? Or it might be I'm tomorrow. Pretty sure we got on the ship, and I was like, "It's my birthday." It might be tomorrow. It might be tomorrow. Because uh, like my birthday's tomorrow, and everybody's like, "Okay." I mean, your, <laughs> and your favorite, your favorite person, Tyler Caldwell, <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure. Cindy, fuck! I don't is. remember now. This is bad. We should know if it's Cindy's birthday or not. Because I remember, because it was like... I know like, it was either the next day or that day. Yes, but... Or was it we signed the contract for the boat and it was the day before, maybe? Yeah, so like, I remember we woke up after bowling and then that was when we were like, when Cindy was like, it's my birthday tomorrow. And we were like, oh, okay. But then like, we left pretty much right after Yes, that. correct. It is, yes, thank okay. you. You jog my memory. It is Cindy's birthday tomorrow. So perhaps you can make it. Alex... Kind of just uh, now that he's safe, just kind of slumps. He looks tired. Uh, he is. He's literally just chilling. Um, but there you go. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's Alex. Um, okay. More time has passed. We're gonna say it's getting closer to evening. We're gonna say it's like six p.m. You're just traveling the course, so it's not as fast as before. But um, it seems like you're going in a good direction. Let me get. Let me get some seafaring rolls. Let's run it back. It's a long voyage. We got to do a lot of these rolls. Uh, Can I ask Alex um, what the fuck happened? Sure. <laughs> we got out there. Yeah. Is that just how you ask him? Just what, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he seems kind of sleepy, but he's like, so I was trying to do this thing that my mom told me not to do when I first met Litwick, but, uh, I, it's called a seance. I don't know if it's a, if it's a good idea or not, but me and Litwick, I just want to get closer, you know? So I found this thing, uh, and he pulls out his amethyst rock again and he says, uh, I, I don't know how, how good it is. I don't know if it actually matters or does anything, but, uh, I, 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 I read out of a book and then, uh, I saw a bunch of spooky friends and they said, Hey, you want to come with me? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. And then the next thing I knew, I just woke up and I was on a small little Island in the ocean. How do any kids in the Pokemon world, like, yeah, how survive? do they survive? Yeah. How do you live? <laughs> like what? Because like it's like the, yeah. the 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 white people in the infomercials, right? Because I mean, if you didn't Cindy roll literally one on the die, around multiple regions, <laughs> starting at the age of ten. Sure, yeah, it's plot yeah. armor, actually. Yeah, might be relatable. But Alex says, "Yeah, it it was kind of cool at first, but I I don't know if I want if I want to do it anymore. You guys can have this rock if you want it." He holds out this little Ooh. purple, spooky looking. Uh, stone of sorts. I know the Quacko Pack was a fan of their stones. Sure. Yeah. I wonder if the... anybody has a spooky, spooky Pokemon. I'll I'll take the the uh, the spooky rock. Is Schmidt. it like cube shaped? Not cube shaped. Um, plate shaped. It is. What's the best way for oh, me to describe oval, it? Right? Um, it's relatively oval. Um, I don't want you to make this association at all, but the in-game image for a moonstone is like the shape of what it is, except it's colored like a dusk stone. Again, I don't want you to associate these things as like that's the function, but okay. it is jaggedy and kind of roughly oval, and it is semi-transparent in like a purple kind of way. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Can- says, uh, I don't really like the person who sold it to me was a little kooky, uh, but it seems like it worked. I mean, I got this talk with ghosts, so if that's your intention, maybe it'll help you. Oh, fuck. I just had a bad idea. Oh, let's talk to talk- Zoe. Yeah, like, let's do that. Like, that sounds like so much fun. Um, hey, kid, you want to join us in a seance? <laughs> Let's have a seance right fucking now. Let's get out of the... He wants, he wants to have a seance. <laughs> he said he never just look at him. Look at his face. Holy fuck, holy yeah. fuck, holy fuck. I decided an idea, I decided an idea, I decided an idea, I decided an idea. Yeah. Uh, kid, you know what Duford looks like, right? Uh, the kid <gasps> says, well, yeah, of course, I've been there. Can we give kid the, the Hooper ring? Oh well, but th- there's the whole issue of the fact that we need to bring the boat back to the rental place. Just put the boat through the hoopa ring. It'll take land it. on land. Take <laughs> that deep sail now. We'll figure it out when we get there. God. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, why did you throw it? All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. I will give the child the hoopa ring. And we need to give him instruction on how to use it. We need yes, to put the sails down on the boat, make the boat like as small as possible to fit through the the, the hoopa portal. Be so bad. Um, <laughs> the perk that you rolled for the ship was rapid deploy and store sails. So there's like a little button, and it just goes and it just just sucks into the deck. Um, so that is pretty easy to do. 
Okay, I press okay. the button. You do that. Do, what would you, did you have instructions, Elodie? Yeah, we have to instruct the cat I, on how to use the hoop ring. Okay, so you need to think of the place you're intending to go and intend to create a portal to go there. I don't know if this will work, but also probably intend it to be large enough for the boat to pass through. And then once you have that, you need to just toss it, uh, and then it will it will open. So toss it like off the front of the ship. I'm assuming uh, is the direction that we want it to be. Okay. Do you understand? Well, Does he understand? He's he's gonna make a roll to see if he understands. Um, his eyes twinkle, and he looks at Elodie, and he looks at this very shiny golden bracelet, and he says. Yeah, I get it. And he holds out his hand. Do you give it to him? And you also have to give it back to me when we're done. He says, okay. Okay. And then I will give it to him. Okay. He's holding it and like inspecting it. He says, uh, okay. I can see my house. Uh, where am I throwing this? In front of the boat. He thinks. We're going to crash through this kid's house. He says. (laughs) Okay, in front of the boat. Uh, here I go. He's going to make two rolls. One is the ring usage roll that you all make. Okay. Now he's going to make his dexterity check for in front of the boat. Okay. And uh, in a moment, a portal opens in front of the boat. Uh, he threw it well enough where it's like like a frisbee, like 15 feet out. Um, it does not look particularly large. Uh, it is not a particularly massive hole. Um, however... As the ship gets nearer, it does seem to expand. And on the other side of it, uh, through the portal, you see a child's bedroom. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) uh, The ship is probably mere moments. Uh, It is unlikely that anyone can prevent this situation from happening unless you have a drastic bonus action that you would like to take at the moment. (laughs) We're going to be rebuilding a few things. Oh, my God. No, we have. I know we should stop it, but I don't want it because it's so funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, the we little brought kid your says, son back. <laughs> I found, we found your son. So sorry about the house. Well, the, son, the son was doing the seance, so it's his fault anyway. <laughs> Alex says, "Oh boy, we're going home." And then in a moment, uh, not only does D's nuts and the entirety of the Quacko Paco and Alex, but probably roughly 100 or 200 Corsola um, all fly into a two-bedroom home uh, in Duford Island. Uh, There is immediate rubble and destruction and catastrophe, and everyone must make a DC-16 dexterity check for a house collapsing on top of you. 17. <laughs> I got a 16. I got a, I got a 14. <laughs> you got a 3. <laughs> nice. Uh the kid also failed. Um Oh no. Cindy no, no. Cindy and can the I, child. Yes, what are you saying? Can I body block for the kid? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um uh, he rolled low enough so he doesn't get covered, but you will just take some of the damage then, if that works. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cindy and the child both take 60 points of house crashing damage. Um, 60? 60. 6-0. Six, 
Cindy is unconscious. Um, makes uh, sense. Also- <laughs> how much? How much is death? Uh, uh, your same amount, but backwards. <laughs> okay. Negative. Okay. That's what I meant. Same amount, but negative. <laughs> negative max HP. I, the thing is, I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the kid. I'm not dead. But the kid I am unconscious. would also take sixty points, which would have killed him. But uh, Schmidt actually takes thirty of it, so um, he is knocked unconscious. Um, everyone else is going to be taking thirty points of house falling damage. How much damage did Schmidt take? Uh, he took sixty actually. Because Schmidt he took sixty, yeah, because he took yeah. thirty and then thirty more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. Schmidt failed, right? Because of the DC was sixty. How oh, did Schmidt oh, fail? Shit. Yeah, uh, did I Schmidt die? Uh, no, what's it's your, ninety. It's ninety. Yeah, wait. What's your total HP? Seventy. Uh, you're fine because I've been negative, negative twenty. 20. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not okay. fine. You're unconscious, but yes. Ninety <laughs> yeah. would have insta killed Cindy. Cindy. Yes, correct. Um, and yeah. In a brief moment, uh, the Quackopaco find themselves along with like 200 or so, or so Corsola in just a crime scene. It's a fucking horrible disaster. Um, yeah. They, a horrible idea. They're, <laughs> they're in the center of like a, a, a neighborhood kind of district. They can see the, the ocean. They can see the shore uh, like, you know, 100 feet off to the north. Um, and they are in Dufour Town and... Uh, the house is gone and they are in a boat and Corsel are spilling out. They're going, come on, go. They seem fine. Some of them have broken their branches, but they're all a little messed up. And uh, there is kind of like a middle-aged couple uh, standing right in front of the wreckage, holding uh, bags full of groceries as they see that the home that they live in was spontaneously destroyed. Uh, and the portal bracelet um, is nowhere to be seen. It seems like perhaps it has found its way into this rubble as the portal closed behind them. Uh, This would be a great place to end the session, I think. Hello, and thank you all so much for listening to the 61st episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. Can't believe the podcast has made it this far, and it's all because of your support. Thinking of support, we have some new patrons. We have Shadow Leader Dawn, Nicole, Matthew, Mangosan, Sarah, and Tarion. If you're one of those lovely supporters, thank you so much for deciding to support us in this way. If you're interested in what the Patreon page offers, you're welcome to come check it out at patreon.com slash Dunsparce, D-U-N-S-P-A-R-C-E. We sincerely appreciate all of your flexibility with us moving to a every other week schedule. It's going to do wonders for not only our mental health, but also for the quality of the podcast. Thank you so very, very much for listening, and we will see you next, next Tuesday. Okay, uh, Grace, it's your turn. Rainbow Sherbert. Is it Sherbet or Sherbert? It's spelled Sherbet, but I'm going to say Sherbert because that sounds better. Sherbert. I need a little bit more from Grace. What if you had to pick like an actual ice cream flavor? Like a real actual, one, like, not a cop-out. Are you, <laughs> call, are you calling Rainbow Sherbert a cop-out? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. I am too. I can't believe this. Okay, yeah, we're all fine. Ben and Jerry's dairy-free fish food. There we go. Cool. Ew. Um, it's not. Food. It's like yeah, the jam band. Food. It's not like fish. Like it's. Oh. Yeah, it's not actual fish food, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> well, if it's dairy-free, the fish might be able to have it. True. We all know that fish <laughs> are notoriously <laughs> lactose intolerant. Yeah, it's like you go to PetSmart. It's like this is the dairy-free fish food, and then you just start scarfing <laughs> fish food down. It's like an absolute gremlin. I mean, just in the fish aisle, that's just Grace like scooping. 
fish food into her mouth. As she has the Jinjo expression. <laughs> yes. I definitely have everything pulled up because I'm super responsible and I definitely wasn't working on editing literally the exact same image that Melissa just posted in voice tags. Wait. <laughs> Let me see. Like literally, this, I chose the same background photo. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! I am sharing that one. That is so funny. <laughs> it's, uh, so so, it's funnier as I look at it. <laughs> oh my god! That is he's food too. Just the way he's looking too. Like he's like kind of embarrassed about it. Okay, I've he's, like, it. Yeah, he's like shamefully about to munch that. <laughs> Ahoy, Quacko Paco, where last we left off. I don't want to play anymore. Sorry? <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. Okay. Oh, well, we restart? Yeah, I have to restart right. it now because you interrupted me. So I'm run so that sorry. intro back. So now you have to hear it again as much as you hate Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank Bless you. you. I get through this first floor. I'm worried about capturing when Squid sneezed, I swear I saw Craig's name light up. I know that's not what happened because that's not how Craig works, but I was really concerned that Craig sneezed. Yeah, Craig doesn't sneeze. <laughs> <Bless> <laughs> Craig. Like, that's not how Craig works, I know, but... Um, For a moment, I worried. 